Building a successful real estate career requires you to adapt, pivot, and constantly master new skills. We're Katie and Daniel Steinfeld. We've built our own innovative brokerage, and in this podcast, we've assembled actionable tips and strategies that you can implement to take your business to its maximum potential. It's time to level up. Level up. Episode 52 is a go. Locked and loaded. Yeah, I was wondering where you'd go with that. Me too. Locked and loaded. It's like a spur of the moment kind of comment. Yeah, I'm surprised though because I thought that this was like our year anniversary because it's our 52nd episode. So Mm -hmm. technically it is, but we've been doing this for more than a year. We missed some weeks. I just did. Everybody we, knows. And we missed our deadline for this morning, too. It's a good thing our topic for this episode is not staying to plan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you listened to us last week, we stayed to plan. So, you That's know, true. Last we week was, what was last week? Time management, yeah. right? Yeah. All right. Well, clearly we didn't take our own advice. <laughs> you know what? Some days, some weeks, you just got to forgive yourself. That's almost a segue into it what we're talking of, about this week. That. Yes. So what are we talking about this week? Funny you should ask. This has been quite the year. I feel like every podcast we talk about that Mm -hmm. for everybody. I don't care what you're doing, where you are, and unless you're like Jeff Bezos and you happen to run a multinational company that benefits from pandemics, this has been not the easiest of years for people. And there's been a lot of reasons for us to get sucked into the shitstorm, so to speak. Uh, but this is an episode that's all about how we deal with that in a happy, put on a happy face kind of way. And really, it's, I don't even think it's about dealing with it. It's just about staying positive well, and the, positive importance, yes. the importance of positive mindset. Yes, exactly. So we just want to jump on today and talk a little bit about what we do to stay positive through the shit and through the you know times where things don't go so well. Woo! And I think through real estate, when you're in this career, it can easy to get be brought down quite a bit um, for various reasons. So, yeah, we just want to be here to spread some love, spread some positivity. <laughs> is that what this is? We're just going to throw candy canes the through best. the speaker. Yeah. Oh, who's the best? Me? No. Oh, the well, audience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First, I was still, that still made me feel happy. Yeah. Um, really, though. This this kind of all leads back to something we talk about with our kids uh, or a concept that I've, I've first kind of heard and talked about with our kids. I'm sure it has existed for many years. But the idea of choosing to be happy mm-hmm. and choosing your mood. Mm-hmm. Because in any situation, even in good situations, you can be miserable. There's oh, people, sure. you know someone in your life right now who is always miserable. Yeah. Someone who's a Debbie Downer. Or what's a male version of a Debbie Downer? Sad Steve. <laughs> but anyway, there's people who just make a point of not being in a great mood, seeing the worst in everything, taking bad situations and making them worse and taking good situations well, and, and making them, them bad. Yeah, for uh, sure. And in a lot, and don't get me wrong, there's reason to not always be happy. Bad things happen, but mm-hmm. I think you know what I mean. There are... A lot of almost every situation in your life, it is up to you to decide yeah. 
how you're going to feel and how you're going to deal with the situation. And that's what this is all about. Mm -hmm. 100%. And I think one thing that's really, I I found was a big game changer for me was just taking away that, that victim mentality in my head that a lot of times I get sucked into where I think, oh, the world's against me. Like nothing ever works out the way I want it to, that kind of thing. And the last like year or two, I feel like I've I've kind of gotten over that and the shift in my mood and how I approach things is far different now that I am less likely to make myself a victim because you can make a, yourself a victim in every situation. A- absolutely. And again, that's, that's how you look at your own situation. We're going to get to leveraging your support system and, and leveraging the people around you to be positive and to feed on their positivity and to feed them positivity. But what's most important is how you look in the mirror every day, how you react to everything that happens around you and to you. Mm -hmm. And like you said, the victim mentality, a lot of that comes from thinking that everything around you has to do with you. Yeah. Right? Yeah, definitely. That's a big, and and I still, I don't know if struggle is the right word, but I still have that yeah well i think it's common not common sense but human nature in a way you're living your life so everything you do is in the sphere of your life center of the world right but when something happens and Mm -hmm. it doesn't directly have to do with you yeah it's natural to see how that can relate to you so you can react to it appropriately but it doesn't have to be about you right and and there's a difference between the two of those things right like you can be part of any narrative you can help and grow a narrative of things but you don't have to take someone else's story and make it your own Mm -hmm. especially if it's something that is not positive yeah yeah exactly and i think just going into situations knowing that even though you feel a certain way it doesn't mean you have to like believe it and act it out um you know a lot of the thoughts that come into your head they're just thoughts and if you think about it that way versus just believing whatever comes into your mind because that's what's inside of you then it makes a huge difference because your initial reaction to a lot of things can be negative but if you take a step back and really recognize what it is you're reacting to, especially when it's not in your control, that's a huge thing. And when you're talking about in real estate, so many things, and we've talked about this before, are beyond your control. And you can only control what is what you can control. There it is. <laughs> thought you were going to say that. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm... Oh, go ahead. So... And that also reflects on how you communicate how you're feeling about things to the people around you. In real estate, you're dealing with people who are relying upon you. Yeah. Right? You've got clients who you're giving advice to. And if your outlook on things is always worst case scenario or negative, even if it is drawing from experiences you've had, we talk a lot about learning from mistakes and learning from bad experiences to make them good ones. Uh The point there is you're making them a good one. You're not using that to project misery onto every future chance of something going wrong that there is. You have to be careful with what you say to clients. I mean, I've ran into situations where I've blamed the other agent, like made them out to be, you know, maybe they were a bad person to deal with. And even if they are, but go on. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, even if they are, like I would never make stuff up to make it seem like they're difficult to deal with, but there are people that are difficult to deal with. But the moment you do that, you have to recognize that then your client is not really interested in likely 
moving forward with any sort of negotiation or working, even though they absolutely love a home, they may not want to work with those particular people because of what you're telling them and how you're approaching the situation. Right. So, you know, it's it's really important to be aware of that and how you're projecting to, onto other people. Because that's another thing. Like, even you and I, like, if you come down in the morning and you're like... Happy? Happy-go-lucky, like, Always ready happy. to take on the day, that impacts all of our moods. I mean, anybody, not just you, like me too. Like if I come down looking like a misery, the moment that, like, you know, everybody's just like, oh, you know? Well, yeah. Is that... I for mean, both of us. For but, both of us, but yeah. That, okay, and, and this is going to go... There's so many tangents we can go on here. Mm-hmm. But this also ties into something we've talked about in the past, which is assuming what somebody else is feeling and helping and making thinking, that impact yeah. your mood, right? And. Mm-hmm. We do wear it physically on our face, in our activities, and even if we're not in a bad mood, if we look miserable, and the, morn- yeah. the morning for me is a bad example because I can't look happy <laughs> in the morning, even if I am well, happy. you could. You I, can choose happy. I can cho- but No, even when I choose happy, my <laughs> face doesn't say that to you. But that well, being said- mornings, though. Uh, well, okay, yeah. if you say so. But I, for me, though, if I am expecting a reaction from somebody- in yeah. any situation. So I'm not talking about mornings. I'm talking about you go into something because you've created a narrative for yourself. Yeah. Self-fulfilling prophecies are exactly what that's all about. You could think, for example, like let's put it in a real estate context. Mm-hmm. You could think that the valuation that you've prepared for somebody is going to be laughed out of the room. If that's what you go in expecting, mm-hmm. Glassy-eyed stares when you start explaining it to you will mean they think I'm an idiot and they want me to leave. When really they might be like blown away and trying to process it and want to hear yeah. more. Mm-hmm. But because of the way you interpret what people are looking at you with or yeah. what people are saying, because you painted your own negative picture, you're going to unconsciously take it down a negative path and you're going to start doubting what you say going forward and change the narrative without anybody else doing it for you. Yeah. Where if you go at it the other way and say, I've got a great valuation here. This is really what they need to hear. You know, it might not be, it might not be the high number that they told me on the phone earlier today, but I've done my work and this is something that's going to get their place sold for top dollar. Mm -hmm. That attitude will come out in your delivery And whether or not the other person says, sure, let's go with it, your mood will help drive that sort of a conversation in a way that is favorable to you versus the other way around. Mm -hmm. Always. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So that's, that's just speaking to your interpretation of the things around you and how that can impact your mood one way or another. Yeah, because I guarantee 90% of the time your interpretation is wrong because I know mine is. And I still, you know, I still struggle with it. Like I I look at certain people, especially like people like I'm close with and I know like the type of person they are and like the type of reactions they have when I do certain things. And even if I'm right in my interpretation, I have no control over that. And you know, that really impacts the way I present myself Mm -hmm. and the real person that I am. I kind of hold back. I don't really, you know, talk as comfortably because I, I, I assume that the person is judging me or whatever it is. So those are the kinds of things that take a while to get over, but I think recognizing it is half the battle and yeah. then you can work on it from there. And two two key things there. One is we're never going to get around 
we are analytical by nature. We're in, we're information gatherers. Our job is to know as much as we can about our environment and to use that to do our job better. Mm-hmm. But we can't. You can't guide what you do based on your interpretation of the world around you because, like you said, you're almost always going to be wrong or not 100% right. So don't let that guide what your brain is telling yeah. you. Yeah, and I think it's hard for us as realtors especially. Like we we hear a lot of people talking about different personality types and like what those types of people react to and how and how they communicate right. and all that. So again, as you said, it's in our nature and part of our job to really interpret what their reactions are. But you can really go down a dangerous path by doing that a little bit too much. Like you've got to have a balance. Yeah. Well, and think about what well, we're talking about, how our own moods fluctuate. Mm-hmm. And think about these people around you. You're now trying to interpret somebody else. So even if you know somebody really well, it could be a friend, a family member, a longtime client, yeah. you know all the little isms about them. Look at this last year and the number of times our own moods and situations have fluctuated at the drop of a hat and what you do and don't expose to the world around you, right? Yeah. You can't know. And so you should like you should be aware. Don't be ignorant to the world around you. But again, you control yourself and how you react, how you spread and communication or communicate, how you spread and communication, <laughs> how you communicate with the people around you. And in a lot of ways, that will help influence how their moods are as well. This really, in some ways, is about the people around you because this contagious positivity will make everybody feel better. because we all know there's one person or a few people in your life that are like constantly positive and bless their hearts, I doubt that they're always like that, like in real life, like they probably come home and like crash because I know people like that and like their personality is like super on or super off. Well, I used to be like that when I went to work every day. It was 24 hours and I mean, I was kind of happy all the time but it's exhausting if you're doing it as an act for sure yeah so but but those people like you just like gravitate towards you want to 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 talk to them you want to engage with them because they're so happy and so positive and so I think that's really important but I think we've got to talk about like what are the things that you guys can do to help you in your day and in your week to stay positive and have a, a good mindset Okay, well, the first thing is something we've been talking about, and I, I don't want to get into systems because I think that's too technical. Mm-hmm. But when we talk like last week, time management and the ability to be organized and know what lies ahead of you mm-hmm. and have it laid out, it's so much easier to feel good when you feel accomplished yeah. and when you feel a sense of of understanding of what you're doing with your time. Mm-hmm. It Like we've talked, and I don't want to belabor past points, but when you're able to have contingency plans and when something comes your way that's not expected you're still in a good mood because you've been doing things that you were set out to do and you haven't had dead space and time you know that's something we still work on a lot I work on it a ton right now because I still find there's a lot of that dead space but when I get a day in front of me where things are just getting done and I knew what I had to do being being able to pause at any point in the day and say wow like this has been productive 
Yeah, I think paying attention to those days and knowing these are the times where I'm, you know, I'm I'm in a better frame of mind because I did this and this. So then you can replicate that for future days is really good. Right. We're we're in that right now. Like staying staying on that topic. Like we're now into week two of two of our youngest being quarantined. Yeah. Because there was a positive COVID case in her class, mm-hmm. which throws a wrench into the plans we have. Right. This is actually this came the day after we recorded the time management podcast was we like minutes after we finished recording it we got a call saying she's got to be home for two weeks and we've got to you know change things around but because there was already a plan in place and the things that need to get done were known it allowed us and continues to allow us each night to take a take some time to plan things out so today you were able to get your work done and today was a work day for you and it was a me doing the homeschooling with her day which didn't make me feel shitty Mm -hmm. because it was planned. And I actually was able, in a lot of ways, it was weird. Something that tends to stress us out and tick us off when we're kind of stuck doing that. Because I knew that's what I was doing, I could have fun doing, you know, I could be more present for her and it made me feel better about being involved. Mm -hmm. Also knowing tomorrow is my day to get all my work done and you're going to do that. Right. Right. So that's put me in You're mentally prepared. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's why I don't feel worn out. I don't feel pissed off. I'm happy that you got to get things done. Mm-hmm. And for sure. that counts for a lot. Yeah, definitely. I think another thing that is really important to do quite a bit and maybe even plan it in your day or in your week is just celebrate the wins that you have, mm-hmm. big or small. I mean, we go into deals. Like, let's say you get an accepted offer you know, maybe you're like, yes, that's great. But then I'm like, oh, I've got conditions I have to fulfill. How am I going to get the deposit? Like what happens if the status certificate is crappy? Like all of these things start coming into your head Mm -hmm. and it really impacts your ability to celebrate the win that you just had. So I think taking moments in your day and your week, sharing it with, you know, your family, whatever it is, like you guys have to recognize how far you've come in this year, in this week, whatever it is, like every small win should be celebrated because that's what why you're doing things like why why did you get yep. into this industry to if, if it's not to help people and to you know get these these accomplishments and think about and that that ties into the people around you are reason to celebrate as well mm-hmm. so you're not going to if you if you constitute a win as not just the small things right like if it's hard for you to celebrate you know, booking your first appointment or or having someone who actually talks to you when you knock on a door but doesn't become a... Like, those are wins. But if that's tough for you, think about all the wins that are happening around you that, again, you choose to celebrate and recognize the things that are happening that are positive around you or you choose to curl up and wonder why it wasn't you. Mm-hmm. And we've really enjoyed this year being able to celebrate the wins around us mm-hmm. of our team. Yeah. It feels so good. It makes everyone I'd like to believe like it seems like everyone reacts in a way that is like we're feeling, which is just really excited for each other. Yeah. And it's because of this culture of positivity where everybody is as pumped for their own wins as they are to celebrate somebody else's. Yeah. Well, and I think that goes to the next point of the the fact that you are the sum of, I think the quote out there is like the five people that you surround yourself with most. So if you take a a look- It's a quote now. Well, it's not a quote, but it's like, I guess it's a- 
I don't know, something people say, but it's true. Because if you think about who you surround yourself with, and if you're surrounded with miseries or like half the people or whatever it is, like, of course you're going to have those miserable moments or those miserable thoughts because the people that are surrounding you are constantly bombarding with you with those kinds of thoughts and actions. Like imagine if you had like five really inspiring, motivating people around you constantly, like how much that would impact your mood. And how much would do you rather talk to those people there are in your life? Like mm-hmm. you have positive people in your life. I don't care how many friends, family, or otherwise you have. There are people you know right now yeah. who are, like we were talking about, they don't have to be the on 24 hours a day people, but they are. There are people who every time you see their name on your phone, you want to pick it up Mm -hmm. versus the names that come up on your phone and you go, oh, shit, (laughs) right? And that being said, you want to be one of those people for everybody else. Mm -hmm. Think about the feeling you have when you talk to those people, engage with those people. Wouldn't it be nice if you could be that to everybody around you? And wouldn't it be nice to know that every time you call somebody – They're excited to hear your voice and talk to you and be happy. That's the point here is the contagious nature of positivity and the contagious nature of negativity. Mm -hmm. So if you are the sum of, let's say it's you're the sum of the five people closest to you, tip the scales for the five and be one more of the positive people rather than the yeah, other side. Yeah, it's just hard like to be positive when you're surrounded by negative. Well, yeah, no, so. I'm not yeah, if you're surrounded by five negative people. That's what I'm saying. You're like, not find going to be another group of people yeah. that you can but surround you sh- yourself with. You should find the, the if you are someone who is gravitating away from that every time they reach out and it makes you uncomfortable and you don't like talking to them, that's your sign right there. Mm. To start seeking out people who are of a, uh, the mindset you want to be around. You're only going to develop as much as, I don't really think that it's you know the, the lowest common denominator. You don't need everyone in your life to be a 10 out of 10 all the time. No. But you need people that are close to you to rely on and confide in, learn from and teach. Yeah. Because that's what it's all like. That's what life's all about, really. Like, this isn't just about real estate and your job and making money and whatever. It's about waking up every morning and going to sleep every night with a smile on your face saying, This was a good day. And this is going to be a good day. Because those are the people who have no regrets. For sure. In my opinion, my yeah. humble opinion. And and it's a journey. Like I'm not there yet. You're oh, not no. there yet. No. It's it's up and down. Like days go day like days are good, days are bad. Days go by. Oh, Was God. that full house? Um yeah, I think so. I think so. Oh no, that's family matters. Yeah. Is that family matters? I don't know. I think so. Uh, no, I think that's full house. It's the bigger love of the family. Yeah, is that family matters? Is that full house? Maybe that is full house. I don't know. I thought it was full house. Anyway, now you just heard us awfully sing, but that's okay. Oh, now I got another song in my head, but that's neither of them. Okay. Okay, move on. Moving on. Singing makes me happy, though. For what it's worth, I'm not a good singer. Yeah. But like when I'm like in the car... My happiest, yeah. my happiest time is just wailing my ass off in the car. Right. But that's a whole other story. Well, no, but that, I think it's recognizing what makes you happy so, and incorporating that into your day. So can we segue to that? We can. Because we've talked about the people around you and we've talked about some of the things to think about. But really, 
you've got something that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to, and it does. It shouldn't be external anything that makes you happy. You don't need validation of the people around you. It's no. nice, but like we've talked about before. If your whole life depends on what other people think or what other people say, you're not going to be happy or as happy as you can be. You need to find your happy place, so to speak. For me, it's when I'm drumming, when I'm, you know, music makes me happy, sports make me happy, on occasion being around my kids makes me happy, (laughs) right? And everything in moderation, again, it's like if I go through a day and I've checked off a couple boxes of just things, sometimes just vegging out makes me happy. Oh, yeah. Right? So make sure to do the things that keep your brain excited. Yeah. Don't just think that working and working. Well, don't be a martyr. I think well, that's definitely the don't message. be a martyr. No, but like there's a lot of people out there, and I think a lot of parents fall into this trap. We've fallen in this to this trap before. It's like, oh, must be nice to be able to go get a massage. Like I'm surrounded by all my kids 24 hours a day, and I can't even have time to take a poop by myself. It's funny you said that because I had on my list today to book a massage, yeah. but they're all shut down. Oh, that's true. <laughs> like, I'm like, really? It's okay. I'll give myself a massage. <laughs> but I mean, I, I, I've I've seen it. I've I've been a part of it myself like you have the choice you have the ability to take an hour out of your day not every day but like you know given your your situation in your life yes you like young kids it is hard to take time for yourself I totally get it we've been there we're still kind of there there. but I think you know have I mean if if you do have a partner you make sure that you're you are communicating with them and letting them know what's important to them but it's also making little sacrifices in order to get the time so maybe you know like me it's waking up at five in the morning so I can have an hour and a half to myself to do what I want and that sets me up sure I don't want to I wouldn't want to do it at five I'd love to wake up at eight and do it for then but that's not a possibility so it's just it, it it's the way it goes and like this is your reality you've got the life you have be happy with it enjoy it and be be glass half full yeah. like it's always a choice that's how we open it this it's how we're yeah. going to close it positive energy is something you can control mm-hmm. i don't care what your situation and this isn't a poor me episode but as you know yourself as we know ourselves, everyone's got crap going on. Yeah. It's not just you've got kids. It's not just you you know, work late or don't make enough money or whatever it is. There's lots going on in everybody's lives around you and in your own life that the world doesn't know that's hard yeah. and that sucks. Mm-hmm. And despite that, you have the ability to make the best of your life and your world and the people around you. Right. You know, you can take all that and you can make any bad situation a little bit better for yourself. Mm-hmm. So acknowledge the fact that life's not easy. You know, don't feel sorry for yourself, but also don't, this isn't meant to say, you know, suck it up, buttercup. Life's tough. Deal with it because there are things that are genuinely difficult that are going to make you upset. Mm-hmm. You don't need a smile on your face 24 hours a day, but you do need a smile on your face at least once a day. Yes. You need to find laugh time to laugh. You need to find time to smile, talk to people, and just enjoy the time you have. Because this year, more than any before, has shown us that 
we don't know what every day is going to bring. And so just enjoy the ride. That's it. You like that? That felt like a closing line. I think it is. I'm going to say it again. So just enjoy the ride. (laughs) So thanks, guys, for tuning in. We will see you next week for episode 53. And if you like this episode, feel free to share it on your Instagram story or wherever you want to and tag us. We'd love to hear from you and know that it made a difference in your day. Be positive. Be happy. It'll make us happy if you're happy. So let us know you're happy. That was kind of sappy. <laughs> I'm going to pull you back. Outtake. All right. See you next week. Bye. Level up. 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 Level up.